0: Lob Talk
1: Radio. Got a little bit of a lag time here. I'm Welcome to, to the in. Best oh, Ever You Show go. with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities. Real advice. Real places, products, and businesses. Real life stories. It's all here for you. With this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. Now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton-Garino. That's a lovely intro. I played the old one by mistake. Hi, everybody. We haven't been on the radio for about a month. We've been doing all things baseball. Um, I'm your host, Elizabeth Hamilton-Garino. I'm coming to you from Maine. It's uh, definitely fall here, getting a little bit colder. I flew over um, Portland, Maine uh, two days ago from Baltimore via North Carolina for, for baseball down at Duke with our son, and gosh, it was Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous fall colors and everything, but welcome wherever you are, and thank you so much for listening to us today. We hope you'll visit us online at besteveru.com. We're kind of in the the middle of redoing our website, so there's some new stuff up there, and um, we hope you'll just stick with us through some change that we're going through. We're growing again. Uh, We're about to hit about 2.1 million downloads on this radio show, so we thank you so much for your support. Um, Since 2008, we've been doing this. I decided to up and quit a job and start the Best Ever You Network. So this is all grassroots. It's all word of mouth. We thank you so much for telling people about our show, about our guests, about their books, about their shows, and just really helping this continue to go in a viral motion forward. So um, with me being quiet and bringing in our guest here, we have... um, Oh jeez. Um somebody I have just adored for so long and so it's just a real treat for me to have him here on a radio show with us. I I think a lot of you know I'm a mom of four boys. Actually, they're four young men now. They are 14, 16, 18 and 20. So, I can't tell you how many times in my life I've referred to Dr. Sears' books or his um you know, they're co a lot of them are written also with his wife Martha Sears, um who's a registered nurse and um just throughout my life of raising these boys I've referred to to all of his material um so without um let me just introduce him properly i guess here i'm rambling a little bit but um dr william sears he's one of america's most trusted physicians um he served as a clinical associate professor at the university of toronto university of southern california university of southern california school of medicine and university of california irvine um, i was just talking about this together with his wife martha sears who's a registered nurse they've written 42 books on parenting Family Health and Healthy Aging. And I really can see this. I think he's just got such a passion for helping others achieve optimal health. And he's created the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute. While we're talking here on the radio, I encourage you to go to his website. It's drsearswellnessinstitute.org. What a wonderful website it is. They offer um, science-based health coaching training. There's certification programs, all sorts of stuff there. And then there's another website that I absolutely love, um, askdrsears.com. It is one of the most popular health and parenting sites around, and it's I love it because it's just information that you can completely trust, and um, know that when you go there, you're going to get great information. And um, so, hi, how are you, Doctor Sears? Thank you, thank you for allowing me to ramble on about you a little
0: bit. Well, <laughs> hello, Elizabeth. Here. It's good. It, well, it's good to hear that. Thank you. It's good to be with yeah. you. Uh
1: You know, we we know you so much for. Parenting and family health and today uh i I was really hoping we could talk to you about your new book on inflammation and I'm um, wondering i'm I'm almost wanting to know also why you wrote the book. I would love to hear why well, you wrote I, a book I, on inflammation.
0: yes, I wrote the book elizabeth because it inflammation is the number one illness in america we are an a Nation on fire. Inflammation means on fire. Our body has an itis somewhere. It's uh, colitis, pains in the gut, arthritis, pains in the joint, um, all kinds of itis, carditis, heart problems, and cognitive itis, which is another word for Alzheimer's. Inflammation, wear and tear. And so I wanted... uh, But another problem with inflammation is one of those... Uh, medical problems that that the average patient doesn't understand, and the books are too complicated. So I wanted to to write a book on inflammation that was fun to read and simple to understand. And, you know, after being um, a pediatrician for uh, 49 years and having eight children, and you begin to think like a child, uh, my wife, Martha, says sometimes act like a child, and you begin <laughs> to write like a child. So so I wanted a, a book that was fun to read. And so that was the information and, solution.
1: Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Uh, uh, so that was the information solution. It's a fun to read book.
1: And what is inflammation for somebody listening? Um, I know it's it's a word that I'm I'm not exactly sure everybody understands. I I tend to think of it as like the root of all illness, but I'm not sure if that's correct. It might be oversimplifying it. Yes.
0: Um, well, the, the the word inflammation it comes from a the Latin word on fire. All right, and basically our immune system inflammation is good. You you cut your finger. And the immune system sends a signal to a bunch of cells in your body to go heal the finger. And the, the cut heals. That's normal inflammation. But when the immune system gets out of balance and overheals, or sometimes it attacks its own tissues, it's called autoimmune illnesses. Uh, thyroid problems, gut problems, arthritis problems are classic example. So it's an immune system out of balance. We are uh, a body out of balance. That's what we call inflammation. So the goal is, the solution is to put your body back into balance.
1: Does medication fix this? Can you go uh, yes, there ton-
0: are a- tons of anti-inflammatory medications. Now, the good news is they work. They help feel better. You have a pain in your gut or your joint, and you take uh, anti-inflammatory, and you feel better. However, anti-inflammatory medications are one of the top reasons that drive people to the hospital because oftentimes you trade a pain in the joint that gets better for a pain in the gut that gets worse because anti-inflammatory medicines they sometimes heal one hurt but cause another and that's why what the one of the goals of our inflammation solution <clears throat> is to help you make your own medicine so imagine you came into my office and you say, uh, uh, Dr. Bill, I, I, I got itis all over my body. I hurt. And my goal is that nothing hurts. So I said, okay, Elizabeth, how would you like to learn how to make your own anti-inflammatory medicines? You can make your own medicines. But the good I news is, that. yeah, you, you say, okay, yeah, I want to do that. How do I do it? And then I give you my solution. But the good news is the medicines that you make, as opposed to the anti-inflammatories you buy, they come out at the right dose. No side effects. They work better. They're free. So that's the goal of our book. Help the patient, help the person, the reader, make their own anti-inflammatory medicines.
1: And is um, is there a way to do that through better food choices. You know, I imagine somebody who's maybe running through a drive through three times a day is on inflammation overload. <laughs> uh,
0: so Absolutely. is is there
1: a way to make better choices or eat different things that, you know, maybe help you start to move in the right direction?
0: Uh, yes, there sure is. And I call that the 5S diet, my uh, inflammation, anti-inflammation diet. Now, the first S is seafood. Go fish. Wild Alaskan salmon or wild seafood is your top anti-inflammatory because the oils, the natural fish oils, are natural anti-inflammatory. So first, go fish. Secondly, a shake a day helps keep inflammation away. So make a nice big smoothie. I've got recipes in our book on a a multi-fruit, and green smoothie. And you sip on that throughout the day. We call it the sipping solution. The S is salads, So you have a big shake in the morning and a salad in the evening with a little uh, patty of salmon on it. So salads. And then spices. Oh, spices. Turmeric and black pepper. You put them together and they work better. And then the fifth S is supplements because... I, I have my patients say, "All right, now, uh, say Elizabeth, uh, hold up, hold up t- your fist. Can you guarantee me that you will eat two fistfuls of fish every week at least, and ten fistfuls of fruits and vegetables every day?" Well, I can, come I can on do. come from the
1: fruits and veggies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a lot. So uh, that's why we add supplements. And supplements, they just fill in the gaps for those other four. And the the three supplements that I have uh, for anti-inflammatory, number one, fish oil, Uh, a gram a day, I say. Easy way to remember a gram a day. Another supplement called astaxanthin. That's the pink pigment that causes salmon to be pink. It's a natural Mother Nature's anti-inflammatory. And the third is a fruit and vegetable supplement called Juice Plus, just uh, concentrates of many, many fruits and vegetables in a capsule. So those are the three supplements I use to to fill in the gaps uh, for the 10 servings of fruits and vegetables and the two servings of fish every, day, every week.
1: Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but we have a really large food allergy audience because... Um, mm. I've nearly died twice from almonds and um, all sorts of stuff, but I, I'm I yes. have anaphylaxis to nuts, peanuts, fish, and shellfish.
0: Mm. So as mm-hmm. you're saying,
1: fish, um, and we have a food allergy audience listening to us who might be allergic to fish. Does that yes. mean we're not going to be well if we can't uh, eat
0: No, fish? but it it does mean that you uh, some you're, you're not allergic to all fish usually, and it just happens to be that the top fish which would be wild salmon sometimes uh most of the time they're not you're allergic to shellfish but not salmon but if you are that's when you go to a a, a fish oil supplement now another thing this helps for food allergies too we we add another part to our uh, anti-inflammatory diet and we call it Dr. Bill's rule of twos you eat twice as often You eat half as much and you chew twice as long. I call it my rule of twos. You become a grazer. Grazers are are so much better off and less inflamed and less allergic when you graze on many meals throughout the day. And, And your gut, if it could talk, would thank you for it.
1: That's great advice. I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. That that is fabulous advice. I'll make sure and pass that along to um our food allergy community on our other website as well. Fabulous mm. advice.
0: Um
1: would you say that um we have some we're getting questions all of a sudden on Twitter and all sorts of stuff, so um I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions. Um sure. would you say that kids suffer from inflammation as well? That's one of the questions we just received.
0: Oh, yes, yes. In, in, in fact, um, uh, when I went to uh, my, did my pediatric training, there were a lot of illnesses that were only happening in adults, so I kind of cut those classes. And they were called adult-onset diseases. Well, now that term does no longer exists in the medical textbooks because more and more children are getting adult diseases. Alzheimer's begins in childhood. It just... It begins in childhood, but you don't see it till adulthood. Diabetes. More and more children are getting type 2 diabetes, the most preventable type. More and more children are suffering uh, asthma has tripled in the past 10 years. Wow. So we are seeing more allergies. And I think one of the reasons, Elizabeth, uh, some, uh, somebody says, well, what what, food, what diet, Dr. Bill, should I be on? Very simply, the real food diet. That's it. The real food diet. You think outside the box. Real food doesn't come in a box. So I think one of the reasons we have this epidemic of childhood allergies is we are no longer eating real food. So I, I say to my patients, especially moms, in in uh, out of compassion and not judgment, I say, Please do not be a nutritional wimp. This is what we eat in our family, honey. But, Mom, I like mac and cheese. I like the the colored cereals. Sorry, honey, I love you. You have beautiful hair. You have beautiful skin. You're a wonderful athlete. I can't let you put that junk in your body. We just eat real foods. And it's hard
1: to do that. The pushback sometimes is, is amazing. But I'm sure you know that as a father of eight. Yeah. Well, you know, tell me a
0: story, a story about um, um, one of our explanations in our inflammation book is called Sticky Stuff. I use that in the kids to explain what happens when your body gets all full of inflammation. I call it sticky stuff. Like you get sticky stuff in your heart, in your brain, in your joints, in your gut, And when you put – and I gave a little talk to a first-grade class about inflammation. And I said, you put sticky stuff in your mouth. I call it when you go to Sticky's Burgers, okay? Mm -hmm. When you go to Sticky's Burgers and you put sticky stuff in your mouth, you get sticky stuff in your brain and in your joints and your gut, and you don't feel as good, you don't have energy – so that uh, that night and and the mom told me this story so that night one of the 6-year-olds the in the class uh went home and dad put all the kids in the car and took them to a fast food joint let's call it Sticky's Burgers and as they were pulling into the to Sticky's Burgers a six the 6-year-old scolds daddy and says daddy We can't eat that stuff. We'll get sticky stuff in our blood and our brain. Six years of age. Connection that you put sticky stuff in your mouth and you get sticky stuff in your blood. Six years of age. That's, That's the level at which we should be teaching our kids in school
1: that makes sense. You know, I th- I think a lot of us to the other side of this, we have a really large um female audience, probably in our mid 40s, probably because I'm 46, and um mm-hmm. we you know, you know, my friends from high school and all that, and we're all noticing that sugar is just a really not a great thing. <laughs>
0: um
1: I don't mean <laughs> to be anti-sugar, but when when we eat sugar, especially at this age, it just seems to go to, like you're saying, just kind of stick on you. It makes it so you can't lose yeah. weight. It makes it so. What what is it with that? Can can you explain? Well, I'm so a glad bit about you
0: that? asked that. Uh, asked about sugar because the, the medical term is called glycation. That's just a, a big uh, chemical term for sticky stuff. Yeah. When you overdose on sugar, all right, say added sugar. Now, the the big the worst is a sweetened beverage. That's just sugar water. When that sugar spikes, they avoid spikes, that's the big words of inflammation, avoid spikes. When you go for a, a cola, for example, which is sugar water, the sugar spikes into your blood. And the blood says, we've got so much sugar, we don't know what to do with it. So what happens is the extra sugar, the body doesn't like to waste calories, so the sugar gets deposited as fat, number one.
1: On thighs. And the,
0: two, the <laughs> sugar, and it's usually around the belly, and the sugar <laughs> then heights up the brain and then the brain uses what it can and then crashes because it runs out of sugar and then the excess sugar gets store, stored in the liver and you get liver problems called fatty liver. And, and probably the, the, the the worst medical advice dietary advice ever to hit America was low fat diets because once they took fat out of food what did they replace it with sugars sugar, like high fructose sugar yeah yeah fake sugar like high food. so uh one of the biggest changes now that has happened in the last couple of years long overdue, we've been writing about this for years, is a right-fat diet, not a low-fat diet. You don't get fat by eating fat. You get fat by eating junk carbs. And so, see, fat is filling. You tend to eat less. Fat is satisfying. And one of the ways I get my patients to remember that is for their children, I say, now the brain is 60% fat. So you're raising a little fat head, fat head. <laughs> Think about that. And that's why we need a right fat diet, not a low fat diet.
1: So what does that mean for somebody listening? Going, oh, okay, I can eat fat all of a sudden because yeah, you're right. We're sort of programmed to go low fat, maybe mm-hmm. hopefully, low, hopefully low sugar for sure. But what's a good? What's an example of a, something yeah, a good that fat fat needs fat?
0: <laughs> is fish. Fish oil, oh. omega-3 fats. That's the top fat. It just so happens to be also one of the top fats in the brain. Smart mother nature. Got it. Um, my second favorite fat is olive oil. Mm-hmm. Then flax oil, coconut oil, uh, eggs. Now, let, let's let's compare. Take, take an egg, for example. That's 75 measly calories. And do this experiment. Uh, eat an egg and see how you feel in the next few hours. And then eat 75 calories, say a, a slice of bread, or, or something that has it's almost all carbs, say like a junk cereal. And notice, same, same amount of calories. Notice, you're hungry again, carb meal, but you're satisfied after the egg meal, because fat is more filling and satisfying, so you tend to eat less. And that's why the food industry knows this. They want to put as much carbs as they can and as much artificial filling and as much um, sweeteners and as much flavor enhancers in there because they know you will eat more and you will buy more.
1: (laughs) <laughs> you know the the one thing I, the other thing I love that you said I've I've loved everything you said but the the you you talked about drinking you know the green smoothie and I got to tell you I changed to having a green smoothie about four years ago every single morning pretty much <laughs> I mean I just I feel like a different human being when I don't have it now and it was something I did to try and help myself with inflammation and food allergies and. I feel like that one thing, even if I might have two of them, like another one for lunch, um, I don't know that I'll sip on it all day because I like mine icy cold and stuff, but um, mm-hmm. it feels like that has helped with my food allergies so much, just that one change, make, just making that change. Um, really hard to explain. Do you? Can you maybe explain why those are so good for you?
0: Yes, and, and we call it one simple change. And that was my big change too when I started making my big green smoothie. In fact, we have a little, little. uh, I just finished our first, our our a children's book entitled "My Big Green Smoothie," and it's a story of spirulina. Spirulina is one of nature's uh, most powerful superfoods, and if you go on our website, just uh, askdoctorseras.com. And click on Spirulina, and it'll show you how to how to uh, get an, a free ebook, um, uh, my big green smoothie. But see what what it does. See what the smoothie, the the fruits and vegetables in the smoothie, the color. Remember what Mom said, Doctor Mom, put more color on your plate in your smoothie. The color in your smoothie, such as greens like kale. It balances your immune system, and what is allergy and inflammation again? It's our 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 immune system's out of balance, and 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 to get a little more technical, uh, in your gut, the lining of your lower intestines—it's called the microbiome—or our um, where the, the healthy bacteria live, trillions of them. Now, in return for a warm place to live and free food, all these trillions of bacteria, they do good things for your body. And one of those good things is they balance your inflammation and they keep you from becoming more allergic. A lot of our allergic people have leaky gut, it's called. Leaky gut because the line is inflamed by unreal foods. So that's what your green, your big green smoothie does for you every day, Elizabeth. It just helps balance your immune system.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to go have a handful of, um, you know, almonds anytime soon or anything, but what was happening with me is I was eating just, you know, let's just say I ate something for breakfast. I'd feel so sick after eating breakfast, just like no energy, like want to go lay down on the couch and somebody said, why don't you try a green smoothie? And I am uh-huh. like, Oh, that's that is very green and that does not look good. Well, that, was, try that, was,
0: that was ex that was excellent. It uh, really excellent. was That was
1: uh, Excellent advice, yeah, I agree. Huh. Um I love one of the things that I love about all the things that you do is you you have a simple and fun way of um describing how you how movement and things like that helps you make your own medicines. And that we all you know you were talking about this earlier, we all inside have our own personal pharmacy. Can you mm-hmm. explain how that whole discovery won a nobel prize that is that's uh-huh. pretty ah yes,
0: uh-huh. yes, well, um uh, back in nineteen ninety seven uh I had a severe health crisis, uh colon cancer. I was a doctor who didn't practice what I preached. <laughs> okay. And I didn't do many of the things we're talking about on our show. And I realized I needed to get healthy. I needed to transform my life. And so I uh, had a friend, um, called Lou Ignaro. Lou is a professor of pharmacology at UCLA, so I invited he, Lou and his wife, Sharon down for dinner one night, and Lou won a Nobel Prize. And I said, Well, Lou, tell me about your Nobel Prize and Basically, what it is, Lou won the Nobel Prize for discovering that when we move, when we exercise, we make medicines. And here's how that happens. You know, you go to the doctor and the doctor says, well, Elizabeth, you need to move more. But they don't tell you why. And unless we know why, we're not motivated to move. So let me take you into an artery because that's where you have your internal pharmacy the lining of your arteries, the biggest uh, endocrine system in our whole body, the lining of your arteries. I call it the silver lining. Lining your arteries, picture now, trillions of little microscopic medicine bottles. Now, they don't look like medicine bottles, but they kind of do look like little squirt bottles called glands. And when you exercise, when you move, the blood flows faster over the tops of those medicine bottles and it creates a special force or energy field called a shear force. And that force of the blood going faster over the medicine bottles opens the medicine bottles and out comes the medicine into your body at the right time, at the right dose, custom made just for you. So that is... Uh, One of the, uh, this is explained in our inflammation book, inflammation solution book, how you make your own medicines. So you want to have some fun. Uh, Say tomorrow, Elizabeth, you're out uh, walking fast with a group of friends or dancing or playing golf, just any movement with a group of friends. Or say you're in a gym on a treadmill and you say real loud, oh, it feels so good to be making my own medicines. <laughs> well, people look at say, what's going on here? What's going on ah, with you? <laughs> yeah. I'm making my own medicines. And then you can explain that as you move, the blood flows faster over your medicine bottles and you're making your own medicines.
1: I think that's fabulous advice. I, I, I notice that every... Every um, time I go out for a walk, you just feel better when you're when you're done. Even if it's I've gotten to the point where I force myself to go out to I have this little chat because I live in Maine and the weather might be cold or icy or whatever. And no matter no. what the weather is doing, I take myself at least for a walk up and down the street. Um, yeah, just to get out of the house and move a little bit, and um, it it makes all the difference in the world for some reason. So it's nice to hear the science behind it. And and what what it's doing? Do you have a couple more minutes to hang out with us, or do you sure, need to I'll go? Go right
0: ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be really
1: respectful of your time. Um, one of the things that I I love to do with um, my you know clients and things like that is help lo- help them lose weight. And I've been helping this gal go from over 300 pounds um, to yesterday she weighed in at 199. And um wow. it's been a, yeah, I love it, and we've and we've done things with you know i'm I'm not a doctor, I'm not of this, I'm not a that, but we use resources like you and and I point people in the right direction for things that they can read and how they can change and and so forth, but um with somebody listening who wants to make a change like that to their life that is so transformational, what is one thing? Or two things, or three things that you recommend that somebody can do to just start to move their well-being in the right direction.
0: Yes. Well, um, um, I'll tell you a personal story. Uh, one of our daughters, Erin, uh, also was like your friend, and she lost 80 pounds. Okay. And uh, she had she went through a that she used the, our Transform Five plan in our in our information book. And she actually has a website called Fit F I T Fit Plus P L U S Five the number five Fit Plus Five dot com, and you can and the uh, you can see Erin's personal story and what she did, and basically it was the Transform Five diet and moving more. Uh, but you it, you it's. It, to transform your life like that, like your friend did. What also is fun is the person who was their transform leader, the transformer, like you were for your friend. You feel so good helping a person transform like that.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, it's a lot see. of ups and downs. You know, it's, it, there's a lot of moments where they want to give up and everything, oh. and it, it's mm-hmm. it's hard.
0: Yeah, and that's why these crash diets don't work. 95% right. of people gain, regain their weight because the they, they, the body's smart. It doesn't like crash diets. You very gradually go into things. You make one simple change a week and you don't overwhelm your body with too many changes too fast. Otherwise, your body says, oh my gosh, um, one of those crash diets again Maybe I better conserve calories, and you gain all the fat again. Our our so-called diet—it's not a diet; it's really a do-it. Our program in the Inflammation Solution book is—it is a diet program too. You do lose weight, and and reason why it's, it's not so much weight loss; it's waist loss—the extra okay. fat around your waist, the slab you grab—and and the reason that's important. Is that that fat, extra fat around your waist, is actually a chemical factory. It makes what we call pro-inflammatories. And one of the first, when when people uh, lose uh, three or four inches off their waist, one of the first things they notice is their allergies are better, their itises hurt less, because. Their immune system is back into balance because they've taken off a few excess inches off their waist
1: yeah it's that's very clever yeah i I always wonder about that when you especially as we age, the middle seems to wanna be sick and it's a it's a battle to keep the your you know all of that off of your waist and then also it feels like um it wants to creep upward toward your neck and heart, and that's what I don't. I, I I have a battle with that all the time. Where you just you don't want all that fat up near your heart is what it feels like to me. I don't know if that's real or imagined or what, but I'm just you know, not a just, big it, fan of all that.
0: It is real, and that's why the slab you grab around your waist is just the tip of the iceberg. Because yeah. so that's 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 a different fat, um, and. Uh, the fat accumulates elsewhere, so that's why waist size. I, I use change in waist size in my office as a much more important measurement than scale weight.
1: Mm, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. In all in all of your years as um, as being a doctor, what do you what have you learned the most? That's a broad question, but I'm just curious. In all your yeah. years, what have you learned?
0: Well, Elizabeth, I I think what what I've learned the most is the um that if peep, if a patient takes charge of their health and starts thinking what we call pills and, uh, pills and skills, the pills and skills model. The patient comes in and says, "Doctor, what can I take?" I say okay that's just half of it. I want you to change your mindset into doctor what can I do? So that's one of the top things I've learned for those uh patients who transform their health is they go they take their mindset from what can I take to what can I do. And that's what our your whole program has been about today what can I do? How do I make my own medicines? How do I take charge of my health?
1: Fabulous. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Can I ask you one more question before we go? Um you sure.
0: mm-hmm.
1: you you were featured on the cover of Time magazine in two thousand twelve. Is that correct? Yes. hmm What was that what was that for? And um ah, could, you, well, could this, you tell us a little bit was, more about
0: um, that? That's kinda of, it's kind of a fun story. Um a uh, we got a call from a Time magazine reporter and said we'd like to do a a little short little story on your contribution to to family health and parenting and so uh she came down and she sort of lived with us for a week and followed us around, and I said, I want you to see the real Sears family, <laughs> yeah. like every awesome. other family. We got a, a lot of stuff. In fact, uh, I, as I'm, we're talking, I'm looking at a big plaque on our wall our kids gave us, uh, uh, and it says, remember, as far as everyone uh, knows, we are a nice, normal family. We have that,
1: too. I'm in the middle of 11 yeah. kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, parents of 11 saw,
1: kids and, like,
0: 20 grandkids. <laughs> in real life. And so she wrote a story about us. And then uh, they uh, uh, they decided to make it a feature article. Oh. And so a few days before it's supposed to go to press, they said, okay, uh, to sell more magazines, we've got to make it controversial because controversy sells. Now, I'm a very uncontroversial person. Yes, I uh, yeah. told me the science person. You do what works. But I realized they were right. Uh, if you make uh, a person controversial or a philosophy of parenting and health controversial, it will sell. So they put this fabulous cover on the magazine of a of a um, a very smart uh, woman who has three college degrees, but she's nursing or breastfeeding a uh, three-year-old who looks, they have dressed up like a little Marine, so he looked almost like seven. Okay. And, of course, that got, oh, my goodness, Benton. it became the most successful time magazine cover in the past 10 years because it got people's attention oh my goodness and and uh, Martha and I traveled all over um on TV programs because of the controversy about breastfeeding so long and wearing your baby in a in a baby sling and and uh, attachment parenting and feeding real foods and all this. <laughs> yeah. So but that was our paved... Time Magazine article. It was it was fun.
1: Don't you think <laughs> you sort of paved the way, though, to keep making it acceptable?
0: Yes, to... yes. And, 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 I really
1: do. I think you really changed the way people, you know, think and act. And I know when I had children, um, you know, when I first had my child 20 years ago, you know, I was, you know, almost in a closet at work pumping breast milk, you know, hoping no one saw me and I didn't get fired, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing.
0: No. You know, and so uh, you know, I
1: think it's just really changed.
0: Uh, times have changed, and, and, and just, just to show you how much times have changed. I remember back in the early 80s when we started writing books, and this is a true story, uh, <clears throat> I remember uh, getting labeled, isn't that that crazy pediatrician who wants all his moms to breastfeed? No. All right. That was early 80s that's yeah. where we were so we've come a long way and the that's time right. magazine article for example which was really uh, uh very well written and time magazine was really correct in, if you want to get people to read things you make it controversial but we have come so far elizabeth to, um but we've got a long way to go still yeah. we've got to get back to real foods we've got to start taking charge of our diet again. And that's why I hope programs like this will be a wake-up call for uh, families to just start eating real foods. And also, I have a big sign in my office, uh, sit less, move more. Uh, and ah, the term like sitting disease now is uh, a, a actual medical diagnosis. <laughs> yep, get up, get up,
1: and move around. Yep. I am um... yep, moving. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that I should have asked while I have you on the line? Because it's
0: it's really a pleasure and a joy. Covered everything very nicely. Okay. And it's been a pleasure being with you.
1: Oh, thank, thank you so much, and um, thank you to your wife and your family, and you, and just everything for for all you do to help us be well. And I'll make sure and and make sure everybody in our community knows about your book, The Inflammation Solution, and uh, your websites, Doctor Doctor Sears Wellness dot org and Ask dot com, and um, I love the other one too with your daughter, Fit Plus Five dot com. What's her name yes. again? Erin. Uh, Aaron. Erin. Aaron. Okay, congratulations, Erin. That's Ryan. awesome. We're all about losing
0: weight. <laughs> she has a play show and tell on her website.
1: Oh, that's that's just fabulous. And to, and what I love about that, too, is to, I love it when people are brave about their weight loss to show what they did to help other mm. people because I think a lot of people suffer in silence and yes. shame well, and know, blame and all
0: that. Probably is a good way to close because... One of the things I I taught our our kids, I said, I want you all to learn what I call the helper's high. That helper's high is that beautiful feeling you get, that priceless feeling you get, when you help another person transform their lives. And that's what Erin is doing on her Fit Plus Five website. Um helping people transform as high, high as I get calls from her now. And then she says, Daddy, you know, the the, the girls <laughs> still call me Daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, good. The older girls. And, and uh, Daddy, guess what? I've got a friend who lost 40 pounds. Wow. And I helped her do that. <laughs> <So, laughs> that fun Yeah.
1: that's that's what it's all about so all right thank you so much again for all of your time and um, we we just really appreciate it thank you thank you and thank you all so much for listening to the best ever you show today and uh, I hope you'll um, really go out and grab dr. Sears new book the inflammation solution and uh, he's just just fabulous and I I love that he's so down-to-earth and so easy to speak with and easy to understand um, and so I'm sure that book um, will will com- completely change your life. Yeah, absolutely. And um, again, go to his websites, drsearswellnessinstitute.org dot org and askdrsears.com. dot com, and then his daughter's website, fit plus five dot com. All right. Thank you guys all so much for listening. And Dr. Sears, thank you again so very much. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>